Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Spread Offense Podcast. Brian, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I am surviving, Sam. Gotcha. I hear you've been a little under the weather. As of as of this morning, yes. So this is going to be my flu game. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're feeling unwell. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I've been taking care of sick kiddos all week, so Ooh. that's been. Hey, that's that's my dream. So wow. Other than talking sick, to you for sick a in what regard? Sick in like hospital sick or sick in like they have cold sick? They're in the hospital. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. I thought uh, you meant like you were watching like three kids with the flu. No, no, no. no. I'm just work, working with sick children in the hospital. Ah, okay. Um, fortunately, I have yet to catch anything from them. If you hear that faint knocking in the background, that's me uh, uh, obeying superstition. Yes. Um, so, Brian, we discussed right before we started recording, not a whole lot from last week to discuss. Uh, Georgia and Florida happened. Uh, all I really have to say is that, that it happened. Georgia won. Um, Georgia kind of put themselves back in, kept themselves in the playoff picture with that win. But other than that, not a whole lot to say about that game, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Hilariously... Like Florida didn't really knock themselves out of the playoff picture either. Florida has Florida has two losses, uh, both by one score. Well, the LSU game was not one score, but technically uh, it was two scores, right? Uh, but two close losses against um, uh, teams in or just outside of the playoff. So Florida hilariously is still kind of in the playoff picture despite losing this weekend. Obviously, they need a lot of help, but. Right, a lot of help. Um, But let's quickly just kind of talk about the rankings. First off, I'll just go ahead and tell people, Night Shift Sam has uh, gone back where he belongs, off air, (laughs) and I am back. Uh, Brian, you and I did not do particularly well last week. No, I I know that I lost all of my money. You did, and you are actually no longer leading the sock. Oh, great. Uh, Now, I actually made a little bit last week with the sock, thanks to Kansas State. Um, and Oregon. Uh, I actually am now up to only $77 in the hole for the year. You are now eighty two seventy five in the hole for the year. Um, I lead the picks challenge 120 to 104, but I did lose my uh, winning record for the year last week. I'm down to 110, 114, and 3. Oof. And you are sitting at 98, 126, and 3. I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> You're knocking on the door. Only 16 points back. Tear that thing down. Uh, but as far as the playoff rankings go, I I don't see why people would have complaints unless you are maybe a Baylor or Minnesota fan. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, in 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 both cases, like. Minnesota especially, yes, you're ranked quite low, but you're playing the number four team in the country this weekend. I was going to say, you're going to get your shot at Penn State and Ohio State. If you win both of, yeah. if you win both of those, you're, you're going to be fine. Right. Like, they could, they could vault up five, six spots just after this weekend if they beat Penn State. Correct. So, you know, if I'm Minnesota and Baylor, too, I feel like the committee put Baylor very much in a spot that says, like, yeah, you haven't really played a lot of teams, but the way that your schedule shakes out, especially over the last month of the season, like if you went out and you are in the title game, like yeah, you'll probably be in the playoff. I mean, they'll right. have to win at TCU, uh, back-to-back 
home games against Oklahoma and Texas, and then on the road at Kansas. So, right. you know, like I feel like the committee put them very much in a spot where they control their own destiny, even though they're sure. behind, like, uh, you know, they're behind two two lost teams. But right. you know, they'll they'll if if two weeks from now if they're still undefeated, they will have jumped over them because they will have beaten Oklahoma. Sure. Okay, I think this is a, a, maybe a good way to do it. People care about the playoff. Who are the teams, Brian, that control their own destiny in the sense that if they win the rest of their games, yes. they're in, no matter what? Obviously, um, the top five. Yes. Alabama, LSU, Georgia, uh, not Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Penn State, Clemson, and Ohio State. Uh, Georgia also. C- agreed. Outside of that, technically no one. I would say Baylor and Minnesota. And oh, say- yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, Baylor and Minnesota, if they both win out, yes, because they are undefeated. The only other one I would say is Oklahoma. Maybe. If they go 12-1, and one, uh, the only other – Undefeated teams possibly could be there. Could only be three possible Power Five undefeated teams. So then it'd be one loss Big Twelve champion Oklahoma going against a one loss Alabama slash LSU, Penn State slash Ohio State, uh, like some or Pac twelve champion, someone like that. Yeah. And I think Oklahoma would get the fourth spot in that scenario. Oklahoma needs Texas to uh, to. Win the rest of their games is what they need. I, I don't even know that they do though. I think if they win out, they're probably in. Mm. I think that probably, I think the, yeah. I I think the committee would I think the committee would almost assuredly take a twelve and one Oklahoma over an eleven and one uh, SEC or an eleven and one Big Ten team that didn't make the conference title game. Or yeah. a Pac twelve or a Pac twelve champion. Yeah, I mean Oklahoma. It's it's just interesting because both Oregon and Utah are ahead of Oklahoma in these rankings, and I and I know that some of that is recency bias because Oklahoma just lost, right to, to uh, Kansas State. But I'd be curious to see how that shakes out because, let's say Oregon wins out and Oklahoma wins out, and let's say you have Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson all undefeated. You have a one loss LSU team to let's say Alabama. So then they wouldn't play in their conference title game. Uh-huh. You have a one-loss Oklahoma team who lost to K-State, uh-huh. who did win their conference title game. Granted, it won't be against a team that will be super highly rated at this point, unless it's Baylor, and it's like sure. a rematch in Baylor. So let's say that. So let's say let's say Oklahoma beats Baylor twice. Okay, so it's it would come down to uh, Oregon's versus Oklahoma's wins, right? So you're just so you're just saying if LSU has one loss to Alabama, they're out. If I think if Oklahoma wins out, yes. Really, I do. You think they would rate Oklahoma playing an extra game over their loss to K State if LSU? Let's say LSU has a seven point loss to Alabama. The evidence suggests that they would. the The, the past history suggests yes, they would. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that because the, the the history says that if if you have the same number of losses and one team has more wins than the other, the team with the more wins is going to go. Yeah. 
because the because people are forgetting when Alabama made it at eleven and one two years ago, the reason was because there wasn't another one loss conference champion yeah, to pick. Right. The choices were a two loss conference champion or another one loss team that wasn't a conference champion. Yeah. So the evidence suggests that if you're a one loss conference champion, uh, unless except for the first year where there were an overabundance uh you're going to get to go and and that's the year really that showed us the extra win really matters because 12 and 1 ohio state got the nod over 11 and 1 tcu and 11 and 1 baylor yeah well and also too they got the nod because they completely dismantled wisconsin in the in the championship game it wasn't just that they got the win it's how they got the win sure but that's still evidence to support 12 and 1 is going to trump 11 and 1 yeah. If you're if 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 you're a power five team. Yeah, I don't know. I well, I I I'd, I'd be interested to see what the committee does in that situation. I would too, but I I think it would be I think they would take the conference champion. Yeah. Person personal opinion. I don't. I'm not saying that I necessarily think that's what they should do in every circumstance, but I do think that's what they would do in this circumstance in particular. And I think if you're going to compare it down to Oregon versus Oklahoma, you're looking at Oklahoma with wins over – they would have wins over Oklahoma State, Baylor, Texas, Iowa State, um, and then whomever they play in the conference title game, which would be probably one of those four teams again. Then you've got Oregon, whose best wins are Washington, Utah, USC, and then who? So I think Oklahoma's top four to five wins would maybe trump out Oregon's. And they have, I would call Oklahoma's loss to Kansas State and Oregon's loss to Auburn pretty comparable at this point. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, this this is obviously the first week of ranking, so so many things are going to happen. Um, right. Right. But yeah, I mean, did you have did you have anything that you like violently d- disagreed with that the committee did? Uh, I only skimmed through the rankings, but nothing really jumped out at me. Yeah. I was proud of them for keeping SMU in there despite losing. Um, I thought yeah. that was that was appropriate. A ton of group of five teams in the back half of this uh, of these rankings. Got, yes, you've got Cincinnati, Memphis, Boise State, Navy, um, and SMU. The, the question is: Are these consolation prizes, or is this evidence of real change? Uh, and I'm inclined to think the former, probably. Well, I don't think it's either. Quite frankly, okay. I think I think this is the committee saying, like, yeah, these, you know. Cincinnati, Memphis, Boise State, Navy, and SMU are better than the next four up from any Power Five that we can think of. But I also like you know, twenty one is not knocking down the door to the playoff. You know, like none of them have a shot at the playoff because they all have a loss. Right. So I mean, I don't think I don't think it's it's absolutely not evidence of change. But also, I don't think it's a consolation prize. I think it's just the committee being real and saying like you know. These four teams are better than the next four teams that you would put in those spots. Fair enough. I can so, accept that. Yeah. 
Okay, Brian, are we ready to talk about this week's games? Yeah, why don't we go through them? Okay, uh, let's start with a team that just lost its head coach because they fired him. Yes. Florida State at Boston College. Boston College is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, yeah, that's this is an interesting one to me. Florida State, I'll reiterate, does not have a head coach. They do not have it. Well, presumably they have an interim head coach. Florida State, I'll reiterate, does not have a head coach. Yeah, I guess I'll take Boston College to cover because they're at home. Yes, you will. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I would not be surprised to see FSU go out and win this game and have, you know, the thing that teams do when their coach gets fired and suddenly, you know, whoever the interim coach is is getting some noise. Uh, did you see the report uh, on, I believe, Twitter from some, F- some unverified FSU news outlet that um, – uh, Nick Saban is believed to be the top candidate for the uh, FSU job. Why wouldn't he be? Of course he is. No, but 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 that but that there was mutual interest on both sides. Mm, just like there was for Penn State and Texas and right, all those exactly. other, and, exactly. and and a, a dozen NFL teams. Hang on, let me let me find the tweet because uh, because it, it is truly a masterpiece. Um, let me see here. Yes. So from at inside underscore FSU, hashtag breaking. Source closely involved in the FSU coaching search process tells me their call with Jimmy Sexton on the Saban buyout, quote, which went much better than anyone expected, end quote. And the attitude in the building is now that, quote, Saban is the most likely next coach for the Knowles, end quote. And then a follow-up. Source, don't expect anything from the university acknowledging progress on Saban. If you don't hear a public announcement on another candidate within one to two weeks, safe to say Nick Saban will be on his way to Tallahassee, end quote. That's an all-time, all-time news report. Yeah, this is, this is pretty incredible. Uh, oh, and this is great, too. Uh, they they replied underneath their own tweet um, to all the people saying that this is clearly speculation and rumor. Uh, a clip of Nick Saban at Miami saying he was absolutely not going to be the Alabama coach. So, hmm. so Sam, how does it feel to know that your team is going to lose its head coach to Florida State? Empty inside. I'm sh- shivering, just trembling with fear. Yeah. Just disappointed that Nick Saban would let this leak out and <laughs> – Damage our playoff run. Right before the LSU game, no less. I know. Oh, it's my just... God. I, I kind of want someone to ask him about the FSU job, like, post-game. Um, in the words of Buddy the Elf, he would be an angry elf. <laughs> uh, okay, Brian. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Texas Tech's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I'll take Texas Tech to cover. I don't think either of these teams are very good, so I'm going to take the home team and take West Virginia to win outright. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, I don't know. Neither of these two teams are great, but uh, I'll defer to Vegas knowing something I don't. So Sure. Maryland at Ohio State. Ohio State's a 43.5-point favorite. That's a lot of points, but... <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, <laughs> uh, Maryland, just to recap, Maryland's last two losses at Minnesota, they lost 52 to 10, and against Michigan at home, they lost 38 to 7. This team is more than capable of losing 50 to 0 to Ohio State. So yes, I'm going to take are. Ohio State to cover. It's much simpler than that, Brian. Yes, it's it's Ohio State covers until they don't. Exactly. Right. Ohio State to cover. Penn yeah. State at But but Penn when State. the line sorry, but when the last when the line against Michigan is Ohio State by 78 and a half, I think we might need to rethink our strategy. I'm taking Ohio State to cover until they don't. <laughs> period. Mark it down. Okay. Uh, Penn State at Minnesota. Penn State's a six and a half point favorite. Penn State to cover. Lock this one in. I think so too. Yeah, I, I think Penn State is is just a much better team than Minnesota. I think Minnesota. I too. Minnesota might play this game close. This might be like a seven point game, and everybody be like, "Oh man, Minnesota's one loss." And then I think once they've lost and they're no longer undefeated, I really think the wheels will fall off. Also, uh, in other coaching news, did you see PJ Flex contract extension? I didn't see the figures, but I saw that he got one. Uh, it's for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know money, but it's also for seven years. That's a ton. That's a long time. Also, yes, PJ Fleck might end the year. So they're eight and zero right now. They might end the year nine and three or eight and four. <laughs> yeah, this was but... a brilliant negotiating move by PJ Fleck's agent. It was, but it also, like, if you're Minnesota, aren't you willing to pay for that every year? Yeah, no, and and I don't disagree, but also I think at some point when Minnesota continues to lose to the Penn States and the Iowas and the Wisconsins, people are going to start asking, why can't we win those games? Mm-hmm. And then, then you get into this dangerous habit of like, are we good enough with what we have, or do we want to try and take the next step up? And if that's not handled correctly, your program can crater. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like certain programs that are just down the street from where I am right now. What? Whoever could you be discussing? Oh well, we don't need to go into the specifics, but some uh, some blue blood program or something. Vanderbilt at Florida. Florida's a 26.5 point favorite. Uh, Florida, I'll take Florida to cover. I will too. I think this is a different Florida team, and I think... Um, I, I think, think Vandy's bad. Well, I think Vandy's bad, but also I think this is a different Florida team than years past, and also I feel like because they're still 10 and feel like they still have an outside chance of, of knocking down the playoff <laughs> door, I think they might um, really try to just beat the brakes off the rest of their schedule. Agreed. Um, I agree with you there. And I also think Vanderbilt's just terrible. Correct. Uh, Terra-built. Baylor at TCU. Baylor is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, I will take Baylor to cover. I'm going to do the same. TCU's been kind of interesting lately. Um, you they know, have. They just, they just lost by seven on the road at Oklahoma State after beating... Texas by 10. They lost at K-State by a touchdown. Uh, and they got thumped by Ohio or by Iowa State, who's not a bad team. But I don't know. TCU's kind of hard to figure out. 
They are. And I think Baylor's pretty good. I definitely think Baylor's well coached by a guy who wears odd clothes and licks his lips a lot. Uh, ECU at SMU. SMU's a 21.5 point favorite. SMU to cover. ECU is bad. Yes, they are. But they did scare Cincinnati on Saturday and me. (laughs) I'm coming. I'm coming for this. I think SMU bounces back and covers. Are, Are you still confident in your meat bet? Oh, I feel good about it. Oh, okay. Well, when when Cincinnati drops one at home to UConn this weekend. Let's just go ahead and talk about that game. <laughs> UConn, UConn at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a 35-point favorite. Ooh, that's a lot of points. Yeah, UConn is horrendous. <laughs> that's, I'm just saying it's a lot of points. They just gave up. Wow. You're taking, look, I'm just putting you down for Cincinnati to cover. <laughs> okay. You'll thank me later okay, when you get a point out of fine. it. There's, why, why are you interrupting my reverse jinx? Because it's it's moot. Save it for a week; they might actually lose. <laughs> so the next three after this, yeah. I mean, look, there there's no way they lose this game. Zero percent chance. They only have to lose one more game, right? Two. Two more. Okay. Okay. They have to lose, but the bet was that they would lose two of the next. Oh right, five. they will not go ten and two. Was was effectively the bet. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, so now it's they have to lose two of the next four, and one of which is a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> so um, was ECU until it almost wasn't. Did they win? Oh, Sam, you're playing a dangerous game, pal. That's all I'll say. I asked Dang- a simple question. Dangerous game. I asked a simple question. <laughs> Kansas State at Texas. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Yeah, this is another interesting one because I can't decide if K-State's good or not. Yeah, me neither. And I also can't decide how good Texas is. Same. But because Texas is at home, uh-huh. I will take Texas to cover because – I felt I looked at that game before I looked at the line and I was like, this feels like a classic Texas win. But I expected it to be either like Texas by like two or like even Kansas State by like two. And I saw Texas by seven. I was like, man, a lot of people think that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna take Texas to cover. Yeah, I mean K State's just a really hard team to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I think what they've shown is they're willing to get into shootouts with teams, which is not something Bill Snyder was ever willing to do. Yeah, and, for sure. But I think that if you get into a shootout with Texas on the road, that's probably a game you lose. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take the home team by a by a touchdown. I'm comfortable with that. So I'll take Texas to cover. Okay, uh, we'll save the game of the century for later. <laughs> Um, Wake, Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Oh, I thought Wake you said we were saving this game. <laughs> God, you slay me. Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Wake Forest is a two-point favorite. Uh, <laughs> this is another game where... So I'm going to take Wake Forest to cover. Uh, Wake Forest is 7-1 and one and 19th in the playoff rankings. Uh, because their schedule has been actual roadkill uh-huh. up to this point in the year, but also like I don't I don't know how good Virginia Tech is. Okay, hear me out, Brian. Okay, 
I think Wake Forest is significantly better than Virginia Tech. Okay. However, doesn't this just feel like the kind of game that Virginia Tech will just win just because they'll screw over everyone's like confidence pick poll pool and yeah. all? Yes, it like, absolutely does. So give me Virginia Tech to win outright. Okay, that's fair. Louisville at Miami. Miami's a six and a half point favorite. Uh, hmm. That is generous mm-hmm. to a team I, that just, like, what has Miami done this year besides beat Virginia, who's probably not as good as we thought they would be? The most impressive thing Miami has done this year is lose by four to Florida. <laughs> so I'm not really inclined to think they're good. And also, I think Louisville's better than we thought they were. Oh, they're definitely better than we thought they were. So That's 100% I will true. take Louisville to cover. I'm doing the same thing. I had the exact same kind of thought process as you did. Um, I'm taking Louisville to cover. I just I feel like these are both middle of the road ACC teams, and so the most likely scenario is a close game. Yeah. USC at Arizona State. Arizona State's a one and a half point favorite. Uh, USC outright. I, I think so too. Yeah. And this just kind of feels like a game they're going to win. Illinois at Michigan State. Michigan State's a 14.5 point favorite. Huh. I think I'm going to take Illinois to cover. I am too. Yeah, we're just we're in sync yeah, this week. Yeah, we're really in sync. Illinois has been kind of all right ever since they beat Wisconsin. Yeah, they and... they thumped Purdue on the road, which is a thing that is not it, that's not easy to do apparently. Um, Michigan, Michigan State's not good. No, Michigan State really is not good. Uh, I I saw a thing on uh, on Reddit the other day that was like somebody breaking down, um, somebody breaking down uh, uh, Michigan State's performance since they lost to Alabama in the playoff, mm-hmm. and it's been bad. Like, Michigan State has not been fielding good teams. Right. And, yeah, I think I think uh, a change might be coming soon. Ooh. I like that. I think it also could be. It seems like it probably should have been when uh, certain events that we won't go into further yes, that yes, you could yes. easily find by Googling uh, occurred. Yeah. I, but I really, I, I really do think that uh, in the next year or two uh, we could be seeing a coaching change at Michigan State. I could agree with that. Uh, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a nine and a half point favorite. I will take Iowa to cover. Fascinating. That that surprises me. So so here's the thing about Wisconsin is Wisconsin loves to play bully ball. And <laughs> Iowa loves to play teams that love to play bully ball <laughs> because they like to do the same thing. <laughs> and I don't see either of these teams even wanting to run the score up. See, I see Wisconsin winning this by at least two touchdowns. I think that they get a chokehold on this game and then just squat on it. I think I think, I think that, that Wisconsin will is... get to like a nine-point lead and squat on it. Okay. I think this game. I think this game is going to very much be played between the thirties. Okay, uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin to cover. I've, I've just I've seen what Iowa's done against good teams this year. And it 
has not inspired me to think that they will stay within double digits of another good team. Uh, well, uh, against good teams, Iowa lost by seven to Michigan and lost by five to Penn State. So, what did Iowa or what did Michigan do against Wisconsin again? But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I, like I, I think Wisconsin is more than ten points better than Iowa yeah, for maybe, one, maybe, and I for two, the, the Michigan team that Iowa played. It's not nearly the Michigan team that we've seen the last week and a half. Okay, but the Michigan team that Wisconsin played was in week three. That's true. That's a valid point. I I don't know. I just I really think this one will be close. I think Iowa plays okay. games like this close all the time, and I think Wisconsin does too because Wisconsin is comfortable in those close games because they lean on a defense and a run game that controls the ball, controls the clock. So. Okay. Uh, Wazoo at Cal. Washington State is a seven and a half point favorite. Whoa! Yeah, that's uh, interesting. It is. I'm going to take Cal to cover. I am too. Uh, Wazoo's on the road, and this game is kicks off at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. This does not feel. I don't know. This this feels like a very weird game. Agreed. So right. yeah, I don't know that I don't know that I'm comfortable taking either of these two teams to win by. More than a touchdown. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Utah State at Fresno State. Fresno State's a six-point favorite. Uh, I'll take Fresno State to cover. Me too. Enough said. Um, Missouri at Georgia. Georgia's a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I'm going to take Missouri to cover. I am too. Uh, Missouri, Missouri offensively has actually been pretty solid. Uh, mm-hmm. For a while, they were like top five in S and P, and then they played their last two games that they played, and uh, <sighs> they promptly fell out of that. Right. This I, is just I think a, Missouri's pretty good. And this is just uh, this is just a game Missouri keeps close. This is just yeah. a thing that they, this is a thing that they do. They're they're a thorn in Georgia and Florida's side. They usually don't beat them, but they almost always play them closer than they should. Appalachian State at South Carolina. South Carolina is a five and a half point favorite. That's crazy to me. Like, do it, do it. <laughs> in the words of in the words of Darth Sidious, do it. Yeah, I mean, App State has one loss. It was a a week ago to Georgia Southern at home on like a Friday night. Or some shit. Uh, yeah, give me App State outright. <sighs> Same. I have upset doing out right too. Oh, May man. Bill Muschamp is going to turn twelve different oh. colors during this game. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Clemson at NC State. Clemson's a thirty-three point favorite. Uh. Hmm. Thirty-three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take NC State to cover. NC State's not as good in years past, but uh, that's a lot of points. It is, but NC State's so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I Did you know. see their score last week? Did you? Did you see it? Uh, I believe so. Um, let me let me make sure that it was what I thought it was. Forty-four to ten. Wake Forest. Yes, Forty-four right. well, to ten. Well, uh, that's nineteenth-ranked Wake Forest to you, sir. Uh, and that was yeah, on the this? road, and this is at home, and obviously, as we as we know. 
Uh, Wake is a, or NC State is a home team, evidenced by all four of their wins being at home, and all four of their losses being on the road. So, ipso facto, Sam, you're taking NC State out, right? <laughs> no, I will take them to cover. Okay, I'll take Clemson to cover. Notre Dame at Duke. Notre Dame's an eight-point favorite. Uh, yeah, I'll take Notre Dame to cover. I think so too. They've tailed off a little bit in the last few weeks, but I think they kind of get things back in gear a little bit this week. Tennessee at Kentucky. Just, Ken- sorry, before you read out this next line, can I just say how thrilled I am we don't have to talk about Notre Dame potentially making the playoff again this year? Uh, you can. And and just having to talk about all the bullshit with them being independent and having to deal with all of that. I'm just so thankful we don't have to deal with that. Join a fucking conference, Notre Dame. And next week on hashtag be thankful. <laughs> Tennessee at Tennessee at Kentucky. Kentucky's a one point favorite. Kentucky to cover. Give me Tennessee to win outright. You are a fool. Maybe so, but Tennessee's playing a little better. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky just thumped Mizzou. They did. And they they only allowed Georgia to score 21. Oh, yeah, only. But how many did they score in that game? They scored uh, 21 less than Georgia did. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> they did. In fact, I, I watched that game. It was hard. It was difficult. I was like, I wanted to enjoy my Saturday, and then now I'm, this is what I'm doing instead. <laughs> Iowa State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a 14.5 point favorite. Uh, I'll take Oklahoma to cover. I think they have a nice bounce back game here. A nice bounce back game, and I mean, they have every reason to want to run up scores on people now. Yeah. Uh, Wyoming at Boise State. Boise State's a 13.5 point favorite. I'll take Boise State to cover. I'm actually going to take Wyoming to cover this one. Uh, yeah. Boise, Boise's been beating these teams, but they haven't been beating them badly. No. I mean, I could see this easily being, what, 31-21? Hurricane Hank's been scoring points, though. He has. He has. He's a gamer. He's uh, a Nev- gamer. <laughs> uh, Nevada at San Diego State. San Diego State's a 17-point favorite. Uh... Yeah, San Diego State to cover, sure. I agree. I think they're pretty good. Yeah. Okay, okay Brian. Game of the century. LSU at Alabama. Alabama is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Tua is listed as questionable. Yeah, okay. Uh, firstly, about that, he's playing. He has been playing yes. Uh, yes. since the day Nick Saban said he might not play. Yes. Uh, there's yes. not a doubt in my mind that Tua is playing. Agreed. Um... I'm going to take LSU to cover. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with this game. I'm, I'm right there with you. I have no earthly idea. But hey, Brian, it's time to invoke rule, rule number two. Would Pick you? LSU to cover until they don't. Okay. I mean, I just this feels like it should be close. These are two good teams. Well, this game, this game is like, anytime these two teams are good, this game is always close, right? Okay. Okay. The final score of this game, Brian, will be 35 to 32. But I have no idea which team will be which. Okay, okay, Sam. That's what I'm saying. My score prediction, the final score for this game. 
Sure. Nine to six. I hate you. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't say that the, your score prediction was six to nine also severe. No, 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 no. Nine to six. What you didn't want to say six to nine? Come on. Sam, this is an this is an adult grown podcast. Exactly. Say it quickly. <laughs> uh, what are your sock picks? Uh, well, so I had one that I was gonna like. One, I thought I had a money line. You read yours off. I need to try to find one more. Okay. Uh, I have two Big Ten teams. I have. Wow, me Wisconsin. too. I have two Big Ten games as well. I have Wisconsin to cover the nine and a half. I want twenty dollars on that to win eighteen. Uh, I have Penn State to cover the six and a half. I want twenty dollars to win eighteen, and then I have ten dollars on Appalachian State to win outright. Ten to win eighteen as well. That's those are those are good. Those are good. So so mine two of mine are similar. So I want twenty on Penn State to cover the six and a half. Okay. I want twenty on Iowa to cover. Is that spread still nine and a half? Yes. Yeah, twenty on Iowa to cover that. And then, shit! What was my other one? I feel like I had a a money line pick somewhere or something. USC. No. App State. It might have been App State. But you did that one, so that would be, that 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 would give us you, the same bet. Those are the only money lines you picked in the in the actual spread yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well then I'll just do ten on App State because I'm I'm comfortable with that one. So pretty much, you and I, you and I are going to be intently watching Iowa and Wisconsin. Yes, yes, we will. All right, Brian. Any closing thoughts? Uh, I will potentially be in Iowa this weekend with Iowa fans watching the Iowa Wisconsin game, so it's gonna That's... be it's gonna be weird being very much in their corner for Iowa to keep it close, and then at the very end of the game, hoping that Wisconsin wins by like a field goal. Right. Um, well, I wish you all the best, Brian. Uh, I will be working on Saturday during the day. Hopefully, we'll get to watch. Most, if not all, of the Alabama game. Um, but anyway, go dogs, roll tide, and go America. Yes, sir.